You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Steve, for our third and final segment of the week, I present to you the NFL's biggest diva. That is Aaron Franklin Rogers. I don't know whatever the hell his middle name is, but uh, he was at it again. He was at it again. Even after they win, they beat the Cowboys in a big upset. Um, Basically give themselves one last shot at this thing to roll off four or five more wins in a row, get themselves back in the playoff picture. Um, Because I think if they lost that game, that would have been it. National TV, they crapped the bed again. Um, but he just can't seem to not be an ass. Um, I don't know how else to put it. Even after a big win, he took to the podium and basically said, um, this is what I didn't like about our team's win. What were you so upset about at the last round of regulation there coming off? Every single play call, probably. Is there a reason those play calls were upsetting to you? Yeah, I feel like we were like 30 yards from end of the game in regulation. And also felt like it was two minutes, so I was going to be calling those. And I was in a pretty good rhythm. Obviously, I didn't have a ton of attempts tonight, but felt like I was in a pretty good rhythm. I felt like I threw the ball just about exactly where I wanted to tonight. And so I wanted a chance to go win the game. Okay. So what he's referencing is him and uh, LeFleur got into it on the sidelines during the last, uh, I think it was in the last two minutes of the game. And uh, he basically just said, if you couldn't hear it great in that soundbite, because the reporter was off mic, he said, uh, what didn't you like about the the last series of play calling? And he said, "Mm, well, everything. How about everything? Aaron, you won the game. Do you need to throw your coach under the bus after you won the game? Do you need to? That's, I think that's he does the have to. There's some like, need deep within him to like, have to but, do that. But why? Why do you need to do that, Aaron? What? What's? Why are you so unhappy with more money than everyone in the entire state of Wisconsin could dream about uh, dating supermodels and actresses and, you know, living the life of the kingest of kings? Why do you need to do that, Aaron? What? Why? Maybe things not working out with Olivia Munn really just kind of screwed him up. That would mess me up if you know if I had a chance with Olivia Munn and I messed it up. But well, I heard she's a real piece of work. I could see that, but I don't get it, man. Aaron Rodgers. He first of all, they had this game against the Cowboys, and literally everything leading up to it was this love fest with Mike McCarthy. Of oh, I can't wait to see him again. I love Mike. He's the best. Whatever. After the game, they're hugging, they're embracing, all that kind of stuff. Do you remember how he treated Mike McCarthy at, you know, those final years in Green Bay? There was so much tension. There was so much, you know, just passive aggressive things said in the media. And now all of a sudden everything's fine. But now you see him doing the same thing to Matt LaFleur. So I think at some point, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers has gotten a little more of a pass than most star players in the league and kind of deflecting blame away from him towards whoever his coaches at the time or offensive coordinators through the years. 
I think this is finally a year where Aaron Rodgers is getting a little flack for kind of how he treats people around him and some of his teammates. And I think you're seeing that play out on the field. Obviously they get a big win last week, but I don't, I don't know. This stuff wouldn't fly with me for very long if I was coaching Aaron Rodgers. Well, the problem is, as you just sort of alluded to there, it's finally his fault. I mean, Devontae Adams gone. I mean, they don't have any, they don't have an offense. I mean, they've become a running team. And I feel like part of, part of that with Devontae Adams leaving, I think that was partly on Aaron Rodgers for him, you know, wish-washing of, am I going to retire? Am I going to re-sign here? Do I want to get traded? If I'm a a star wide receiver in my prime, like Devontae Adams, of course, I'm going to try to go find something more stable. Yeah, exactly. And so, so why does he have no receivers around him? That and he's making $50 million a season. You're eating up a third of your cap yourself there, buddy. I mean, listen, I know it's good good for you to get paid and to get that astronomical amount of money and ride off into the sunset with generational wealth, but sorry, this is what comes with that. So if you're going to be all pissy, be mad at yourself for making the wrong decisions about the way you want to end your career. Um, they're not a Super Bowl caliber team. They're clearly not even a playoff team right now. Um, their offensive line has been banged up and not performing well. The, the best player on the team is now Aaron Jones. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. And, and to take it out on the media and the coaching staff and, you know, to go on Pat McAfee every week and pretend to be holier than thou. And I took I don't I think want- he's pretending. I think that that is his legitimate belief that he is that he is holier than thou. It's funny. Like on one hand, you can say that on a Tuesday when you go on the radio and then on Sunday after the game, uh, forget all your ayahuasca trips and forget all the beings that instilled this higher level of consciousness upon you to be one with mother earth and your fellow man and take a dump all over your coaching staff for making the wrong decisions that in a game that you won. I just, I, I don't understand it. Like there's certain people that in life, I guess, no matter what happens to them, they will just always be miserable. Um, And he comes off as so fake and so try hard. And so um, him and Kyrie Irving are cut from the same cloth in that regard. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers uh, has stepped over the line in the way that Kyrie has with some of the things that he says, but just in the way that they come off as just being such an ass in the media um, and just so hard-headed and abrasive and I'm better than you and I've experienced these things in life that you simpletons can't understand because I have the money and the resources to have all these wacky experiences that alter my brain chemistry and allow me to experience higher planes of existence and you know take you know 12 hour psychedelic trips that alter my mind with my which i still don't get how is not against the league you know the league's drug policy that's beyond me josh gordon for my browns all those years ago (laughs) could have been the best wide receiver in the league but he liked to smoke pot all of a sudden he's suspended for life and he's been back in the league since but i don't know how aaron Rodgers can trip ayahuasca whatever it's called and uh and other guys can't smoke a little weed but whatever yeah i don't right yeah i mean it's it's all just it's all just so silly like 
Aaron, you're you're one of the best ten quarterbacks to ever play the position. Um, you won a Super Bowl. You're trying to get another one. Just you know, just be a little nicer. Isn't that hard? Like, do do, do you have to go out of your way to just be that guy and be that way and project this negative, grumpy, um, you know, I know more than you attitude? So people who are just trying to do their jobs, the coaching staff, the reporters, um, you know, just cut, cut them a little slack, man. They're, those guys aren't going home to their $15 million mansions and their supermodel girlfriends and their, you know, access to any and every single thing you could possibly want, whether it's clothes or video games or lavish vacations or the best food and the best experiences you know, in come February, you'll have six months off, bro. Just chill. How about it's, you just chill? It comes off a lot like what uh, – remember after – what was what year was it? LeBron's first year in Miami, they lost to the Mavericks in the finals, and a reporter asked him a question afterwards about, you know, failing to meet expectations, something like that. And he responded with, you know, whatever, at the end of the day, I'm still rich and you guys aren't right. kind of thing. It, it gives off that same kind of energy. I know this was a different style of question and he's responding to something that happened on the field, but he, he gives off that same kind of mentality and same kind of vibe. Aaron Rodgers, do better. And on that note, that'll do it for another episode of the Off Air Podcast. We'll be back with you guys after another critical weekend for the Falcons. If they lose this one, Steve, we're going to have a lot to talk about on Monday. And if they win this one, we'll also have a lot to talk about as well. UGA should roll. Hawks big game tonight versus the Celtics. We'll break it all down. And, of course, the ever-popular shenanigans that ensue as well. I am Chris Thomas. Follow me on social media at C Thomas Radio. Steve Gagliano at Peeve Gagliano. P-E-E-V-E Gagliano. This has been the Off Air Podcast.